Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey everybody, what's going on? It's the podcast 15 to Life, the podcast where we talk about life after having a life sentence in prison. I'm your host, Tito, and let's go ahead and jump right into this Motivation Monday, Monday Motivation. Alright, so the world is still a crazy place, right? We still have a ton of social unrest, and and if you're like me and you... um, challenge uh whatever medium stream uh sorry media stream that you uh use um you're probably looking at a few different things i love going extremes so i do cnn i do fox npr and then i usually jump on pbs because pbs is usually about as middle of the road as you're going to get but anyway still a lot of craziness out there right but i want to kind of talk about that and and how right you can use some of this um, to sharpen your sword. And when I say sharpen your sword, it's kind of like they, you know, maybe at work, you know, people push you to do something outside of your comfort zone or to pick up a new skill or you get a new certification. And, and what do we refer to? You know, you have another tool on your tool belt, right? I like to say, uh, you know, that old saying like, well, you know, he's not the sharpest tool in the shed. Yeah, but how many tools does he have in the shed? And if maybe they're not all sharp, uh, but he has tools so he can get things done. Whereas someone else with a one really sharp tool can do one thing really well. But if that's not what you're looking for, then they're kind of useless, right? So anyway, today we're going to talk about pressure. Um yeah, pressure. Uh, so something that comes to mind a lot when, when I think about pressure is diamonds, right? You know, because you can take something that potentially doesn't have a lot of value, something like coal, apply a ton of pressure that most other things under that pressure, I mean, they break, they fall apart, they lose value, they're, they're no good, right? They're beat up. But then you get this diamond, which is... Uh, depending on the the type of diamond, right, is worth a lot of money, is uh, known to have less imperfections than other things, right? So you become this thing that is um, beautiful, kind of like the, the, the caterpillar and the butterfly, right? You look at the caterpillar and you're like, ew, that's kind of nasty, ew, that's a big bug. But then you see a butterfly and you're like, oh, how beautiful, but you forget where it came from, right? So I want to talk to you guys about pressure and um, how prison has that effect on a lot of people, but how we can use the current situation with COVID-19, with there's literally black people being hung, and I think it's absolutely absurd, and I'm sorry I'm jumping into the political and everything else arena, but anyone who says that these like six different people and mind you i'm throwing a number out there i know it's like over three and it's somewhere around six but somewhere around six right people have been hung and they're basically saying they were all there was no homicide there's nothing there it's uh they're 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 suicides so you're gonna tell me multiple 
black individuals in a time of civil unrest due to racism and prejudice and, and everything else are going to say, I'm going to take my life. And when I take it, I'm going to hang myself, which is, you know, historically what the oppressors, the white people and other people did. Right. And I'm going to do it from a freaking tree. It's not like they hung themselves in their house in their bedroom or something. They're, they're freaking at trees. Sorry, but um, I call bullshit on that. And if you're, um, no offense if you're white. I love everyone. I'm half white myself. But if you're white and think, oh yeah, it's probably they, they just committed suicide. Then wake the hell up. We have problems in this country. This is still the greatest country in my mind. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's other countries that are greater because of other reasons. But overall, I, this is where I want to be. This is home, right? doesn't mean we don't have stuff wrong. And as Americans, I believe we can fix it. Um, but we all have to be open-minded. Anyway, moving on. So pressure. Pressure. So let's talk about this. From a prison aspect, right? So... I was fortunate enough to spend enough time in prison to see the pressure of prison have both positive and negative effects on people. I saw, let's take some gangbangers, right? Some most people associate with prison and everything. I saw gangbangers, hardcore dudes, right? Find God, right? The pressure of prison, the pressure of, of whatever they were wrapped up in. If they were a blood, a crip, or a norteño, or a sureño, and they and they hardcore gangbang and probably killed multiple people, all kinds of stuff, drive-bys, the whole nine, right? Extortion, all that. And all those pressures, right? And then pressure to function as a gang member in prison, like all this stuff. And it makes them change. They see the air in their ways, whatever it may be, right? And they change, and, and they become someone, right? Someone better, right? Um, I, I, I saw um, guys that, that would fold in kind of a, you know, a negative way, too, right? Um, some kind of hardcore dudes at that, too, that went in and talk all the shit and everything, and then they're in there messing around with punks. They're, they're, they go gay, no. Let me start off by saying, if you're gay, you're gay. I don't give a crap. And I'm not I'm not going to say that someone who turned gay in prison is, uh, there's anything wrong with that. I'll talk more about it in a little bit. But my point is, they allowed prison to, to the pressure to get to them because they couldn't get a woman. See what I mean? So it's kind of like the pressure changes them. Not just the fact that they were in prison. It's that they're in there for a while and they're, they're seeking that comfort, whatever it may be. Or they want to have actual sex instead of just masturbating. And so they decide to do that, right? Um, another thing I've seen. Same thing. Mind you, in prison you're going to have the gangbangers. You're going to have the hardcore you know, killers, serial killers, you're going to have all that stuff, you know, the, the people that have been committing robberies and home invasions and all kinds of stuff, right? You, you have all that. So I've seen a lot of these dudes end up getting associate's degrees, bachelor's degrees, 
master's degrees, PhDs, and then multiple degrees. Because they reached a point while they were in there that that pressure of screwing up when they were free and then being inside. And, and mind you, it's, you can't really gauge the pressure, right? Because the pressure hits everyone differently, right? It's kind of like you get on a plane and you go up. Some people have really bad problems with their ears popping right away or, God, they got to get the hot rags in a cup and put it over their ears to help them pop, you know. And then other people, they don't have any problems, right? So the pressure hits people differently, you know. But I've seen some people that after two or three years, like, they become bookworms and they're trying to do whatever they can to better themselves. Or maybe it's an escape form. But the pressure gets to them. And when I say the pressure gets to them, once again, it's not always a negative thing. The other pieces, I've seen it go way crazy too, right? Where that pressure, it, it becomes anxiousness. It becomes paranoia. It becomes stress, right? So let me dial it back off of the topic real quick or keeping it on topic, but now bringing it to the free world current day and era, right? COVID-19, we got spikes jumping off. I think uh, California, Florida, Texas, and I think there was one other one all had for the first time in a long time, 100 plus deaths in a day, right? And mind you, most of these are states that opened up for a hot minute. And most of these are states that I don't know on the news. I lived in California. I lived in, in Texas and in Houston, which was one of the heavy hit ones, right? I've been to Florida before, but I've lived in the other two states and like they're showing videos of like just hundreds of people at the beaches and at swimming pools and all over the place. Right. And no one wearing masks, no one social distancing. Right. And then boom spikes. Now I think we all know that, um, the deaths aren't going to come because you opened up one week and people don't die the next day. Like if they catch it, then, you know, they, they got to go through that period of actually getting it, getting sick and then getting to a point where you actually die. Um, and then I've heard I've heard different things that uh, hospitals automatically, you know, if you're admitted, they consider you to have COVID until you don't. Right. I don't know if that's true. I really don't. Um, if, if any doctors are listening, please chime in. We'd love to hear that. Right. Um, I've, I've heard so-called doctors. I can't I don't know because it's not like I could verify, but. I've heard so-called doctors on different social media um, streams say that, um, yeah, that that's one of the things. And when they are going off shift, they have to go in and log that individuals didn't have COVID that died and stuff. And sometimes it's a 14, 20 hour shift and they're tired and they might not get to them all. And next thing you know, it looks like the COVID does go up. Quite frankly, I'm pretty sure we all agree there is issues and and. As we open up, there's going to be more issues, and that's just it. So anyway, so with COVID, and there's still police stuff going on, George Floyd stuff going on, right? Um, Black Lives Matter, all that. A lot of things, right? Pitting, you know, we got an election coming up, and there, there's deep divides in that, too. So a lot of pressure, right? So what I'm telling you all is, you could become, and, and I've seen it at work, um, we have like cashiers and stuff that get super paranoid and they're coming to work with like kitchen gloves on and then they're saying they feel sick because the keyboard was dirty and they think COVID's on it and just all kinds of stuff, right? And and once again, I'll say this a million times, so I'm blue in the face. At the end of the day, 
wearing a mask is going to help you and more importantly help the other people around you in case you're sick um the other big thing is wash your hands and don't touch your mouth ears nose or eyes right don't touch your face um those are like the primary ways to not get anything not just covid right so needless to say some people are really folding under the pressures that are out there in society right now i mean folding i'm not calling you weak i'm not saying you shouldn't um feel that way under this pressure i mean it's pretty pretty bad for all of us right what i will say is you could turn that pressure into something like all the a lot of these other things like these prison guys going to school and you know stop being gangbangers and everything you know and how do you do that you understand that there's things that you don't have control over right like covid you don't have control over all these other millions of people out there and what they do, right? You don't. You just don't. And when it comes to the, uh, um, whatchamacallit, the election, you basically got two candidates. You can vote for one. The rest is out of your hands. Yes, can you advocate for the other one or whatever you want to do? Of course you can. But once again, at, at the end of it all, you know, you can do what you can do and then don't over obsess it to the point where you're stressed out and worried about it and thinking about that more than thinking about taking care of yourself and everything else. So let's get back to it. Right. So utilize this pressure to do something positive. So think about yourself and think about your family. Right. If you're really worried about COVID and everything that could happen, you know, are you, for example, changing your clothes when you come in the house? Are you washing your house and using hand sanitizer whenever you can? Are you uh, keeping things clean and, you know, all of that? Um, are you wiping down packages before you bring them in your house? All that kind of stuff. You can do that, right? And it and it will make you feel better. Uh, I'll say my wife is a lot more like that than I am, so I do it because I know it helps her feel better, right? Um, the other thing is, you can't go out as much and maybe that's stressing you out maybe that's putting some pressure on you right well dedicate some of this indoor time whatever um to doing something you've been saying you want to do maybe it's exercising maybe it's uh, uh reading maybe it's starting a youtube channel right or starting a vlog or hell doing a podcast like this right dedicate some time let this pressure make something good Okay, do something positive. I've been, um, matter of fact, one of the things I've been doing because I know I pretty much go to work and come home and that's it. Um, this last week, I started getting up at 4.30 again to work out. Now, the difference being is when I did that before, when I was in Houston, I did it because after work, I'd come straight home and I'd, I'd deal with my family, right? So, and, and then podcasts were usually either late at night when everyone was asleep or uh, on the weekend, like right now, when like my daughter's taking her nap or whatever. So I would work out in the morning and then, you know, go to work and everything. Well, I've been trying to watch what I eat a little bit more and definitely trying to maintain steady exercising. So I've been hitting the gym almost every day after work. So I'll say four days out of the week, I hit the gym for an hour a day right once again this pressure like i want to i want to be as healthy as possible right 
But now I started waking up at 4.30 and I'll work out at home in the morning, go for a mile walk or a two mile walk or a jog, come in, shower, go to work, and then I hit the gym for an hour. So I'm trying to double up and it's, it's giving me this weird energy and and I do feel better and you know it, it's all good right but I'm trying to turn the pressure of not being able to do other stuff like I love to go hiking and stuff but a lot of places are just shut down so you know hey I'm doing what I can so turn some of this pressure into something that can really really help you so something else um that happened in prison there's a lot of people that uh were you know addicts on the street and the pressure of prison don't get me wrong there's plenty of drugs in prison right but the pressure of prison knowing that the drugs are in there knowing that you could literally get killed behind a drug debt or any kind of debt and the fact that it costs a ton of money in there right um that pressure was was a lot of times enough to get people clean right which is always a good thing, right? Who who wants to be on drugs, right? And then because they load you up with a lot of carbs and stuff in prison, the food, <laughs> uh, guys would eat everyone's food and they gain all their weight back and get quote unquote healthy again, right? So, you know, a few other things with all that, you know, um, with how pressure works. Now, now. I've been telling you how you can take pressure, negative pressure, right? Because positive pressure, I mean, who the hell ever stressed out over positive pressure? Oh, so many people love me. I don't know what to do. You know, it can be a little ominous if a lot of people give you a lot of uh, attaboys because then you feel like, how am I going to live up to this? Uh, that That's pressure as well. But for the most part, pressure usually comes from a negative place, right? And a lot of times, you know, it's the straw that broke the camel's back. It, you know, someone snaps and goes crazy because of what? A bunch of negative pressure. So I've been talking to you guys about turning that negative pressure and letting it push you into a positive state. Letting it make you into that diamond or transform you into that butterfly, right? Well, here's the bad part of the Motivation Monday, Monday Motivation talk. What happens when the pressure is gone, right? So COVID-19 is still alive and well with us all. Um, social unrest is still alive and rest. Uh, uh, sorry, alive and well or unwell, however you want to look at it. Um, so let's say you start doing something positive. You know, hey, you got to spend more time at home. You used to go out and hang out with your friends or maybe you went and played sports, whatever you did. Now you have that time you're sitting at home. Right. So, yes, you started reading books. Yes, it's making you feel good about yourself. You're being able to have more stimulating conversations with your significant other and your co-workers and your friends and your blah, 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 blah. Uh, you're not drinking as much and you're getting healthier and you started working out all this great stuff. Oh, crap. Guess what just happened? COVID. There's a cure. There's a vaccine. They put something in the water. We're all better. We don't have to worry anymore. Oh, my God. Uh, police all got retrained and we got rid of all the racism and, and the world's a better place. Boom. Pressure lifted. Great day, right? But now the positive things you've been working on while under pressure, you don't have that pressure, right? In other words, your freedoms have been opened up. And I've seen this too. And I want to warn you all about that. 
So as much as I want you guys to push yourself to to take the negativity and the and the restrictions you're dealing with right now and create positive and building blocks for yourself, I also want you to very much realize that that pressure will eventually subside. And yeah, some other pressure might come on, but I watched guys who were drug addicts get into prison, get quote unquote healthy again be doing good they're exercising they're they're straight they're they're in there for years i'm talking about some people like 10 years and i'll never forget i saw the one homie porky a puerto rican cat um he was a, a pretty high up on the food chain for a while there in prison with us and um i'm at work and i i literally see him down at a taco truck and i go down and i'm like what's up bro and and I could tell he spun out of his mind. He's high, right? He's on a bike. He's talking about he's, he, he doesn't have a stable place to live. And I'm like, dude, I'll give you a job, like, literally tomorrow. You just got to show up and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, and, man, his eyes are darting everywhere. And I'm just like, oh, and I felt so bad because how can you go all those years, right, clean and sober, you get your stuff together, in, in the grander scheme of things, and this is also why a lot of guys go back to prison, because there's somebody in prison, they're nobody when they get out, right? But anyway, I'm sure he went back to his old environment, back to his old friends who all are still in the game, still doing stuff, still getting high. But yeah, this dude, I offered him a job, he took my number and everything, never called me up, never came back. Uh, he, he's probably dead, you know? Let's just be honest. Um, I also seen a dude, like I told you, uh, one dude that, uh, started messing around with the punks. He was messing with gay dudes in prison. So I see him and I actually did get him a job. Right. And, and I kind of asked him, like, I, I don't have any qualms about that. I was like, Hey, so you messing with dudes or, you know, how, how does that work now? And he's like, what you talking about, man? I got my girl. And I'm like, but it's a, it's a real girl, right? What? Why are you talking to me that way? And I'm like, because you mess with dudes in prison man i don't know what you're talking about like he was in 100 percent denial that he ever messed with a dude in prison yeah yeah and i have had some people including my wife even back in the day ask me like you really didn't mess with dudes no i never did but i get it because there are dudes that didn't mess with dudes that swear up and down they never did which you know whatever but still like at least be honest about the crap you know, and then gangbangers too, man. Uh, I've seen dudes get out, and when that pressure's off of them, and now the new pressure is you're out with the the regular homies, and and you're free, so you're not under as much pressure, right? They might not go back to being gang members again, but they go back to doing that same stupid gang shit, right? So what I'm telling y'all is use the pressure to create something new and positive in your life. But then make that your new regular. Don't let it be because of COVID-19. Don't let it be, you know, don't become a part-time activist for Black Lives Matter. Become a voice for people that don't have a voice because that's your new normal. That's what you do. You stand up for people, right? So anyway, I'm running late. You know, I like to keep these around 20 minutes, so... The point of today's motivational speech is let the pressure transform you, but don't transform back just because the pressure lightens up. Always keep your own pressure on yourself. 
always continue to listen and empty your cup and refill it up with new knowledge empty the old stuff refill it with new stuff always look of how to do what you were doing yesterday better today so you can always be the best you this is tito i love you i appreciate you for listening i want you to be the best you possible i want you to use every bit of pressure that ever comes on your shoulders and you just like you working out just do squats keep pushing it up pushing it up pushing it up if you ain't heard it in a while i believe in you i know that you can do it i have the utmost faith in your ability to get shit done so turn this off and go do it love you see y'all later